everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the supernatural. Today's guest is hero Patty Schemmel. Patty was Death Valley Girls original drummer and is Larry's sister. Patty is a hero for so many reasons. She made a book, a movie, was the drummer of one of the most iconic bands of all time, is an amazingly funny person and a ridiculously good and strong drummer, and is also mom to be. Here we discuss what it's like to grow up as an outsider and gay in small town America in the 70s, and how seeing Bowie on Saturday Night Live in a dress changed her life, and probably many others as well. We also talk about what it was actually like to have been in Hole, a band that brought Patty her dream of playing in a rock band and took her around the world. We talk about the new art she's making and also the new music she's playing. Please go check out her page, Patty Schemmel on Instagram, to keep up with her amazing adventure. And if you like this episode, please follow our page, DVG Podcast, on Instagram or go support us on Patreon. Link where links are. Now, please welcome to your head and heart, Patty Schemmel. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Uh, thank you for coming here. Um, can you tell everybody who you are? Yeah. I'm Patty Schemmel. I'm a drummer. And I uh, played in Death Valley Girls, the first <laughs> um, incarnation mm-hmm. uh, of Death Valley Girls. And I drums in a lot of different bands. And I wrote a book about some of that experience uh when i was in hole and uh currently playing in a um with uh kaisa who's a she's like a dance um artist and it's so much fun and um i'm just really having a good time doing that because it's a different kind of playing drums it's like click track and i like it it's like you've got this like click and then these tracks and then it, you just kind of like sit in that little um sort of uh, digital world in yeah. your head and you just sit in there and it's fun that's so cool so yeah so that's interesting I never thought about that uh as a drummer just being back there in your world like playing to that is that it seems like it might be harder um, it is in, in a way to just stay with that sort of um, the digital part. It's not organic, but if you, I don't know, sometimes it depends on the mood. Like I like having it and it's the same every night and no one's going to say, oh, it's too fast or too slow, yeah, yeah, which yeah, can yeah. be fun sometimes too. Yeah, but so <laughs> I just, <laughs> no, <that isn't> <laughs> but uh, I like <laughs> <laughs> I like the um I just like having the um you know just something to lean into sometimes and just you know uh I can still be a l- free with it and still make up stuff just staying within that boundary of the click you yeah know. how does that I guess this is probably a stupid question but are do you like <laughs> turn on the songs between songs like yeah there's there's a whole culture around it like I mean making sure that everything is you know aligned and you know everybody is on the same page you know like it all goes into your ears and that's like a whole new uh member of the band yeah playback person and they're like the techie people 
and there's not very many women doing it. And I, right. I be, well, what I've known is only like three or four, but one of them is Raina Zemmel. Sounds like Schemmel. Wow. Zemmel, yeah. <laughs> she works with um, Kaisa and she also works with a lot of other artists. And she kind of clued me in on what, you know, what she has to do and what she's responsible for. And it's like a lot, you know, yeah. making sure your laptop doesn't get too hot. And <laughs> yeah. No, crash. no. Because if yeah. something goes wrong, then it's on you. you yeah, know? totally. I can't imagine having in-ear information at all, honestly. Right. Like, I can't even have the AirPods because it's like uh -huh. I can't hold or have accessible that if it's not attached to something, yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. It's like I keep on, like, trying to look, like, behind me. Like, where's it going? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like I don't. I don't, I've never like had an onstage sound that I've liked. And that's my fault. It's no one's else's fault, but I can't imagine being like, yeah, that's a good amount of bass. And yeah, yeah. that's a good amount of my vocal. And right. I just can't imagine how much, how much work that is to get used to that. It's just, right. I can't I think, imagine. <laughs> I think it's like that precision, right. And like, in like the, um, different types types of music it's like with death valley girls it's really raw and like really like just abandoned you know and it's yeah. like so good like that and that it's hard to like get you know that precision of oh just two more dbs on that larry <laughs> guitar yeah, yeah i think larry i think larry could do good though with those like he loves to just hear himself it maybe yeah. would be like <laughs> he knows he <laughs> he knows he plays too loud yeah. well he says he doesn't but he knows that everybody else says he does so. yeah he should get uh -oh. like <laughs> headphones that are just two amps that are just like, <laughs> into his head um but that's so cool well i'm so glad you found something fun and yeah and like mm -hmm. yeah. big and exciting and like you know full of all that stuff to do do you have stuff mm -hmm. coming up um well we did a tour this summer and then it got cut short because of covid and so we did a it was that breakthrough of vax covid where Ooh. you know it, <laughs> and we thought we were safe you know we were because yeah, yeah. we, we were vaccinated and then it happened and um we had to um quarantine in arkansas oh dang well and, arkansas is pretty yeah we were in fayetteville and okay. this hotel we were at had in every room it had a picture of beth ditto wow why i think because she's an arkansas, okay. arkansas like that you know, makes sense so that's exciting and, and in a way it was like okay i i mean i was feeling pretty shitty but then i was like well beth ditto's right there it's okay it yeah. kind of cleared me up and then uh yeah then we all came home and we're all sad and Aww. um we've had a you know a couple one-offs you know little canadian festivals and canada's so nice and they're really good with all their um you know their rules about how to get you know they're just cool people and yeah so these festivals yeah, yeah that's cool well i'm sure everything yeah. is just about to pop back off um yeah. <laughs> i think so. boosters yeah i'm getting that yeah, I'm getting that. Larry's too. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I was I was gonna start being annoying to him tomorrow, but yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I guess. Well, so I thank you for coming here. I would like to tell you that this is a heroes podcast and you're a hero and um, you're a hero for so many reasons. But one thing, if anybody ever asks me about you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's like the best drummer. She's so good. But do you know how funny she is? Like, she's (laughs) the funniest person I've ever met. Like, that that shouldn't not be... um, that should not be known. That should be known. All, all who enter Earth should know That's that. But <laughs> thank you. It's true. Um, but um, oh, one thing I've been really obsessed with lately, and I would just like to talk to you about is um, is that people are people can see so much information now, learn anything they want to learn, see anything they want to see. Um, and I think people kind of forget that certain people brought things to the forefront, like, uh, and, and made it so that all of this information is accessible and that um, we're more open minded and that people are like, just everything that's happening is from like so many people in the back. And I guess you're, you're really part of like, um, of a band that really made people look at like women in a different way and just see like, Oh, women are allowed to be anything. And even if some people felt like it was too far or it was, they didn't like it or if they didn't like you guys, or they didn't like any of it or they, or it changed their entire life. It was such a, like, I think the pendulum has to swing really hard both ways. And I think you're, part of such an important part of pushing um, reality. Um, and I guess I just wanted to talk to you about, about that. Cause that's so cool. Thank you for that. Yeah. And, um, it, it's hard to, it was hard to see then, but now I, you know, it, like people say are, are so kind and say, you know, that the kind things about, you know, playing drums, you know, and, just in being inspirational and 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 I think about um the the women that and what I saw growing up you know like the go-go's were one for me that really um I looked up to and then being in whole made kind of um kind of like led me to be able to like meet the go-go's and then say oh my god thank you for being you know and then um, and be uh, and meet all you know women that like Marianne Faithful or um, you know Patty Smith and and saying you know oh my God you know trying to be like normal and be you <laughs> without freaking out you know yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah and then you know it, it's kind of cool that people listen to the whole's music rather than the you know I mean there's all the other half of it it's so much drama and so much you know historical you know rock uh you know uh, tragedy here and but also amazing greatness but uh so that that's cool that that the music exists and people like it you know and and that yeah. um and I could express myself then and um yeah, but um, but now I think about like, well, what did we do then? That why, what what changed? You know, like I, I kind of I don't want to be a you know negative 
Nellie, Norman, <laughs> um, you know, what, what's different now that what, what did we do that? And many other, you know, bands that were predominantly women, what did we do that, uh, you know, set up these bands of today? Like, you know, um, well, yeah, Linda I mean, I think or, you know, everybody's all chit chatting about the Linda Linda's amazing, great songs. Yeah. And, but like, what did, you know, well, how I is think, it different? I, I think so many things. I think, uh, I mean, the band was called whole like that, you know, is like really pushes kind of people's, I think when you push people's like, let's say, you're trying to get people excited, kids excited um, and trying to change the way things are. And I think like one major thing is that when we grew up around, you know, we grew up pretty close to the same time. I think people like that grew up in the seventies and eighties, like their parents didn't have feeling, didn't show feelings for the most part. Like, I think this is like a new thing that's happening where like, you're allowed to have feelings and you're allowed to show them and you're allowed to express them. And even you can just see it in music, like whatever Elvis or whatever it is, it's like feelings started to be displayed, not just like love songs that were sweet. It's just like feelings were showed. And, and I think that that has a major impact on people being like, Oh, my feelings aren't wrong. Like who I am, isn't wrong. I'm allowed to express myself. And expressing your like it, people used to wear poodle skirts you know what I mean it's yeah. like yeah people, like you can hear your like people can hear their experience in the lyrics of you know like dive or or sliver or whatever you know like any yeah. song. and and I mean it, and then it was a slow sort of like in the underground or in punk rock and then you know I mean maybe not so much in 80s hair metal but <laughs> well there's something there too because <laughs> for they, someone Well, yeah, no, but I mean, how they visually, like, I remember you said something that changed your life, I think you said, was seeing Roxy Music on... uh, Oh, it was um, David Bowie. Oh, it was Bowie. Okay, sorry. No, no, no. Do tell that tale. Yeah, yeah, that it was seeing, you know, late night TV and, you know, growing up in in the Northwest, there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, being a kid, there, it wasn't, I wasn't exposed to a lot, like, maybe kids here in LA and Hollywood could go out and see, you know, a lot, had more access to different kinds of people and different kind of music, but where I grew up, not so much. And so um, seeing uh, David Bowie on Saturday Night Live with um, with Klaus Nomi and Joey Aria singing and um, just how amazing that was. Like he came out in a um, dress you know, and then he dragged that poodle out with the TV screen. And then Klaus Nomi is standing there like, all, uh, it was so like, it blew my mind. It was so different and so cool. And yeah. like, like there are those moments in your life where um, they stay with you, you know, like when you're a kid um, and, you know, you'll, you'll never forget those moments, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that all of those things, I mean, I'm not, um, I don't, I don't want to like pigeonhole you as like a leader of the female race, but I do think as much as like um, seeing Bowie in a dress or like even those hair metal people, which is kind of ridiculous uh, musically too, but it's like, I think just when 
things are pushed in your face, like they're wearing makeup, they're wearing makeup, they're yeah. wearing makeup. It's like that kind of starts to shift, like the idea of what gender is. And I think like um, I, my biggest thing, or I don't know, my biggest thing is loving dogs, which you created for me. But my, second, uh. it's true. But my second biggest thing is I just think that when you tell someone who they are and what they're supposed to be, particularly around gender is like the worst thing you could possibly do because that's just takes away all their special parts. And like, I think that um, like the Go-Go's did a lot to help like girls, women, whatever um, know that they're allowed or can or could or should play. But like you, you like push that a little bit further and each thing is just like, um, pushing it a little bit further and farther away from like what our roles are, which is ridiculous yeah. and is like, yeah. was, is invented. It's not like an animal instinct thing to be, um, to wear like, I don't know, uh, shoulder pads and like, you know, all that isn't yeah. like, or to stay at home. Like that was created. Um, yeah. at like some where point. you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's not, that's not real stuff, especially now when it's like, nobody's supposed to look at a square all day and get like all their information and not remember stuff and then show people a picture like here I can show you it's like you could also describe it you know like so it's just I think what you did even if the world seems messy I think it's like swinging towards getting away from that kind of bullshit and I think um you know and I think at the time too it's I'm sure it's you couldn't see that because you were doing that and that's kind of like punk is just like I don't care what they think but now it's like yeah. oh my god that takes like a lot of guts and is so cool it, it was um I there was no other way I didn't see any other way uh, first because I was gay and I knew when I was a kid little 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 that I was gay and different and so that uh what was a struggle for years and then um and then like like puberty being like so angry and like, like I'm not, and then having drums as that release, you know, and then there was, I couldn't see being alive any other way than being my authentic self because I couldn't lie anymore, you know, and I couldn't live with that. And, and punk rock was like where everybody was themselves. I felt that were themselves and showed themselves their true selves and sang songs about, things that were real, you know, and that's where I found that relief, you know, and then able to um, just, I felt really safe in my band. And then, uh, yeah, but I mean, and then, yeah, that, that just felt good to me. And like, I couldn't, um, the fact that I was, oh, I, I was mad that I was a girl, you know, I wanted to be, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like wanted to be a boy really, but I yeah. wanted to just, uh, you know, be myself, I guess. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, I feel that way too. I was like, I don't want to be a girl. I don't want to be a boy, but I want to be treated like a boy. And I, yeah. wanna, you know, like, I, I felt wanna... like I got like the shitty end of the deal, you know, <laughs> like, why do I have to wear dresses to school? Why do I have to? <laughs> like, you know, allow like the guys to do like, they got like, I would just look around and go, what? Yeah, They get so much stuff. Yeah, they (laughs) do. Yeah. Especially it's like, 
and you have a brother so uh, yeah who I know yeah when we roll up to the venue and he's just ready and I'm like that's not fair like you know (laughs) like I don't want to like figure out like he has a uniform for all day all (laughs) night uh you know and I'm like that I want that too but it's like you know, I, and I guess I could do that, but I also want, I guess I also want other things. Hi, everybody. If you like this podcast or just like being nice, please subscribe, like, and save this episode. If you like being really, really, really nice, check out our Patreon page where you will find a veritable breeding ground for cool and secret podcasts and Death Valley Girls content. It's probably Death Valley Girls at Patreon, something like that. Thank you. Well, that's cool. That's so, so cool that you found drums. Did I, I don't remember how you like, um, how did you find drums? Um, just some, being a fan of, of music and then okay. some band came to school, like in elementary school. And I was like, well, the drums are cool. And then um, they're so cool. And then it was like a thing that, um, you know, like in sports, they, you know, they don't let girls play baseball, you know, but like in music, they can't tell you that you can't play an instrument, you know, there's no yeah. rule. So I, I was like, oh, screw you guys. I'm gonna, you know, I'll be, I'm gonna play the drums because I felt like I had all that, like, I don't know, I had so much anger and yeah. then um, energy and it felt good to play. And yeah. it was a thing that I didn't see a lot of girls do. Yeah, um, that's so cool. So like, I understand, I got like a keyboard and like went into that little tiny world. And it's just funny to imagine like being like having anger outside and like playing it out is so yeah. cool. And, and like, then like putting your feelings into making it into something like tangible, you know, so any cool. art. Yeah. yeah. So did, um, I mean, did you, did you have any friends that like knew you were gay or that you talked to about it or not till I was like 18 yeah my mom was my the first person I told yeah and she was cool yeah yeah that's I mean that's another thing is like I feel like um yeah just the more open people are the more open it is because it's so confusing and because yeah it's like when my group it was like you just yeah you like went to the smell or whatever like uh-huh. you went to a place and that's where you saw people and like um interacted with them it wasn't like going online it was like you had to go to a physical place and it's like where do they go I like we like yeah go to and it's scary kind of yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 there's like picture I have like completely just short hair like wearing like the like um you know, striped shirt, like putting on my, like going to the smell costume, like, but yeah, it's yeah. so, it's so, I think all of that, I think you had a huge part in that. Like, and I think, and I don't think that that's crazy to say. <laughs> I think you did. Cause you, if you make like, there's songs that I just sing to myself um, in certain situations that like pull me out of it and I, that's kind of how I've been writing is like how can I pull myself out of this situation like I'll, I'll just write a song so it'll be caught in my head but uh-huh. like yeah there's like there you were part of songs that yeah people cry to people like I don't you know like cry love get mad put their feelings into like learn how to play guitar to like learn how to play drums to like 
you're part of that. That's cool. I've done like to have the my art and or like something I was part of do that in somebody's um, life. You know, it's so yeah. really cool because I have those people in my life that I was like, you know, thank you, Patty Smith for, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. It's all a lineage of heroes. Yeah. Um, but I guess also another thing is like, um, I didn't ever talk to you about it because I was like, I don't want to bug Patty. Like, I don't want her to think I'm annoying. But like, can you talk about, I think something most people or literally most people haven't experienced is like, what does it feel like, like, I don't know how you got in whole, but like, what does it feel like to join something and then almost, I mean, have it be like the biggest thing on the earth and and during like a time when there's like physical media, you know, it's just like, yeah. oh, that was such a better time than now where it's just like my digital, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But yeah, can um, you talk about that? Well, yeah, like now we have more access the people that we look up to and are like our favorite artists where we have access to them through our phones and, you know, through uh, social media and, and like, and, um, and it was so, it was amazing and scary at the same time, of course, but like, that was my dream to be, I mean, you know, play drums in a rock band. And then, um, you know, slowly you like kind of have an idea of what, you think it is and you know from pictures and magazines and like yeah you know and it's not <laughs> yeah what's different about it yeah it's, it's like not. that's a great question because it's like you know you think you know you see kiss hanging out in full makeup at the pool you know yeah, yeah. like you know like the at um something like you know at the four seasons or whatever but um it's um it's uh, it, it's those like those moments of like you know doing a photo shoot or whatever like I mean not to say that I'm not grateful but also you know that that sort of insecurity about yourself like yeah like being um getting your picture taken with your band and then yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. like wondering if you look okay or you know if your weight is okay you know all those little things you know yeah. and that gets in the way of your art and yeah. and and uh you know like um, also what the record label wants it to be and not letting that affect you, but then it affects, you know, like your you have different choices in the band. Like someone thinks that it's cool to do what the record label says and somebody right. else doesn't. And, yeah. um, and, but also like the great parts of how drums started in my bedroom when I was 11 and they took me around the world. Like yeah. looking at that way is fucking amazing. Yeah. And, um, to, to not forget that, like in the, in the, that journey. I mean, like I have, of course, like because of um, that experience and all that overwhelmingness, I, you know, was kind of messed up on drugs a lot of some of the, you know, not some, most, <laughs> and um that was and it wasn't because of that experience it was like I was I just have that in me like when yeah. I'm feeling uh vulnerable that's the first thing I do is reach for drugs or drink you know yeah but um but that was also part of that job is to you know you get uh you know now you're in a rock band so that's all part of it too so it was like the best job to have <laughs> yeah, yeah. drinking and drugs you yeah. know 
<laughs> I never thought about that. That's so funny because it's kind of like I'm starting to see on this side. It's kind of like the worst job to have if you're trying to avoid that. Not right. the worst. I mean, it still yeah. is. But if you're not like I didn't really realize that it was it's all within you. But yes. it's like that's yeah. what you're saying is like, I think for me, like um, drugs or drinking or cigarettes even is like the moment I feel uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, I know what to do. Right. And like you train yourself for so long, like several times a day, like when you're uncomfortable, just don't finish that emotion or thought, just go cut it off and go have a cigarette or go yeah. do whatever. And so you don't even learn how to just follow it through until the conclusion, which might just be like a minute away, but you're just like, nope, I know what to do. And like, um, and yeah, and how, I guess how much of a shame that is that like, um, to now kind of learn that like being uncomfortable is okay. And yeah. you know, it, like it stinks and it's weird, but it's like, that's, you know, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's to be, to allow yourself to be vulnerable and just say, yeah, I don't feel I'm really uncomfortable right now. Like whatever yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Playing your song or whatever. Yeah. And then, um, but also that you continually rely on it. And it's that cliche that it stops doing, it stops working for you. And then pretty soon you're screwed. And yeah. like when, thank God uh, there wasn't a whole lot of social media. And, and <laughs> then, because I mean, like, there's one thing I will, I'll tell you that there's like the whole MTV video music or yeah. Video music awards, uh-huh. 1995. It was Violet. And I'm, out of my mind like I can barely keep up I just you know there was so much infighting in the band and I was so separate and that whole thing is like the worst you know and there's like a you know footage of that moment Uh, and I'm like oh yeah (laughs) that's crazy yeah Yeah. I can't imagine yeah I think yeah personally I'm glad that there is no um access to those times for yeah. like visual <laughs> right. representation of me during those times. Cause I, yeah. I, it almost can just wash away from reality. Cause you can't really keep looking back at like video footage of it. But yeah. Um, I guess uh, one thing is, did you think I, I just curious, uh, did you think addiction was what it was like, or did you think it was good? Like, did you just do it and then find yourself addicted or, cause I know you had a lot of friends that were yeah. on drugs. Um, Did you think it would be different for you? Always. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I, and I didn't care actually. It was more about, yeah, yeah well, I'll be different. It'll be different for me and I'll yeah. be able to control it. And, yeah. you know, like, okay. and that's, there, there, that was a lot of the experience as well. It's like you're on tour and then you get off tour and then you start, you know, getting high and then you get strung out and then you have to get you know, kick before you go. And then you're like, ah, I'll just, you know, and it's like this, horrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and just, and that's what, that's a fucking harsh life right there. Like that's, yeah. the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that in that band you could have like where you are now, like, you know, obviously everyone has problems. I'm not saying you do, but like right. where you are like strong and sober, do you think, you would still do it like again, not the yeah, dress, but I think, be in that. Yeah, band. in that band, I don't, I don't 
Yeah, there's so many. It, it was. It's like a dysfunctional family. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you know they've changed. You know, and yeah. um, maybe um, sometimes I can change the way I react to certain things. And sometimes I find myself falling back into old patterns of reacting yeah. <laughs> or having certain feelings. And it's really, it's hard, you know, it's a yeah. lot of work. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't really think that, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I, I could do it, but I, I don't, I'm not interested in it. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. going no. back there and doing all of that all over again. I mean, it was yeah. such a great moment and it's a great music and, um, and we all had a, a amazing part in it, but yeah. I can't. Yeah, know. no, it just, that's cool. I, and none of my business, of course. No, no, just, that's cool. It's it fine. seems like it's such an extreme lifestyle and requires such extreme things and going from just being a band to being like the biggest band, I think it would be really hard to have like self-care, you know, like yeah, it just seems like, how would you do that? Like, because <laughs> yes. you don't learn like. And it's hard to make set boundaries, like with yeah. people. It's so hard to be like, nope, yeah. nope, nope. It's eight o'clock. We're going to rehearse at eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's now midnight. You yeah, know, yeah, not, yeah. it's, you know, yeah. I can you, well, something you said before that um, I want to ask you about, because also I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, addicted? I can't get addicted. Like, I just will stop when I want to, but it's not, it's not like that. But you said, um, oh man, I forgot what I was going to say, which I do that all the time. I had such, that was really important, the point I was going to make. What did you say? I don't know. Well, um, you know, what I hate is when someone tries to remind you and they run down the last yeah, yeah, five yeah. minutes. And it always makes it worse to yeah, me. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can you talk about your felt art? For a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's another thing that's like, uh, that like, I mean, actually, I've been expanding like the things that I create and like I like to work with wool and it's like sculpting oh, wool, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah it's wool wool um sculpting um little you know characters yeah and, uh, um also I started painting we did some of that during the pandemic and it's very dark really yeah wow that's cool <laughs> yeah I would, like if there was something that bothered me I would like really like paint something around that that would make me feel better did you just figure that out on your own or? Yeah, kind of. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. That's such a good idea. I feel I have a really hard time like following emotions. Like I really just trained myself for like 30 years to stop them. And so I think, I think that's really cool that you're like painting it out. Yeah. That's and then I did a, I like got some, uh, I got Ableton software and then I started just making music with it. Wow. And, um, so it, it, they're just little pieces of things and, you know, trying so out cool. different. That's so yeah. cool. It's so easy to do the exact opposite, which is not do stuff. Um, so congrats. Well, I did a lot of that too. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're also doing other things. Um, I kind of, um, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, sorry. Um, as you said, um when you were in high school or when you came out or um whatever is that you said that you were like 
sick of lying. Um, and I guess that when anyone asked me um, why I stopped doing drugs, it was like, I just got to a point where I was like, I can't lie anymore. Like this is, I don't even, it just was from that, like not, you know, not being truthful, uh, even though it's yeah. totally different, but it's just like that not being I think that was all of it was like, I'm hiding who I am by doing drugs and everything. And living like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, have you like gotten away from feeling like, no, like I always, I'm afraid of that, that, that I hear that voice, that one that's like, um, the one that, you know, would be alive and, and, encompass my whole being when I was on drugs like I still hear that voice sometimes and like it's the one that comes up when I don't feel comfortable about myself and you know like it comes up around food it comes up around um you know just not wanting to um create or not be part of the world and and hide you know and I think it, it get the voice gets quieter when um, when I do create and I talk to other people, um, so, um, yeah, but I, I just like, I, it's sucks when it gets that voice is big. And then I think I'm that person. Right. Yeah. What do you think that, like, I know for me that that voice is comes from a, an actual person's voice. Like, Uh um, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I have that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I hear it in that voice. Me and Larry do the voice together too. Oh, you know, really? Yeah. He'll do it. Okay. I was just wondering if it was like, I've been trying to just like be really clear with myself who the voices are, you know, just be like, yeah. that's not like, you. There's me as a bad person. And then there's the other <laughs> yeah. person that I grew up with saying you're lazy, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, well, speaking of you're lazy, um, how did you, I know I, and I, I was, I knew you when you wrote the book, but can you talk about, um, writing the book and like going through those experiences again? And then now you're an author. I did it with, I had a friend, Erin Hosier, who's a writer. She helped me, um, write it and so we would do um we'd have these phone calls and um we'd have this one google doc that we would work out of and I would talk to her she'd say tell me about you know this time and then um and then you know I'd talk about that and then other times I would just go into the google doc and I would write like a whole bunch of stuff about a certain moment or a person and a time and that and that's kind of how it started and and then it it got it got really um it got a little tense at at a, it took like a few years you know and it got tense at yeah. moments just because i didn't feel like what i you know when um she would send pages back and then we would collaborate some of the stuff didn't sound like my voice you know right. and then um and then i would get like mad and i i know larry gets that that too about like yeah. creating not that this is all about you know me and Larry being brother or sister but I know he like I feel okay because he does it too yeah. and like like uh, and then so I would like try to calm down and go no I would never use the word barf I would say grow up you know like, and anyway anyway it worked out and eventually yeah. the book came out and I was happy with it and um and it just 
I wanted to be sure that I didn't glamorize um, being addicted to, you know, it has a, a recovery through line and it's mostly, um, it's about my experience, but also about um, finding my way through where a lot of friends didn't. Yeah. And, um, you know, what the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you, I know, I always like to make things like black and white one way or the other. And I know that that's not real, but like, that's hard though. Yeah. Did you find it to be like more cathartic or more the opposite? of? Yeah, it was so, um, (laughs) it was a lot of work, you know? Yeah. And it, it, and it was, a. Uh, I talked a lot about personal stuff and that was really fucking hard to talk yeah. about that. And did um, it help you like work through it more or did it? Yeah. But I didn't, like in the documentaries, the same experience of like reliving it. Like yeah. when I talk about it or I tell a story about that time, I go there in my head. Yeah. So I'm there. And then, yeah. so at the end of the day of doing that work, I stepped back out into my today self and it was really hard. I would be yeah. like, what the you know it was like kind of like my world would get really spun yeah that makes sense like reset that's crazy I I don't think most people think about that part it's not just like yeah it's not just like magically like vacuumed out of your head and into the book it's like you relive it so you're making an ebay store or you have an ebay store yeah Um, making an ebay store and larry's helping to sell um, all my old vintage indie punk rock t-shirts and oh my God. Uh, vinyl so and some whole collectibles and, and just don't want to have all this stuff to carry around all the stuff, you know, all the time. And like, it, I just want to be lighter. And yeah. You don't out. need, you don't need that shit. Nobody needs all their yeah. stuff except the people needed, that are going to buy your stuff. Right. They need it. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. And I wanted to like clear out the space for my podcast studio. Cool. So, well, where, know. where can people find your podcast? Your even um, I'm going to start. Um, I, I'm, I haven't started my podcast. So um, yeah, the fun, the podcast will be funny and music related and um, just starting to get that going. Haven't uh, started recording it yet. And um, yeah, and all the t-shirts are going to be on eBay with um, collectibles and stuff. Oh, and my God. I'm so it. excited to see that. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Patty. I love you so much. And I'm so happy to so happy to talk to you. And I hope Thanks you get to have me. Yeah, thank you. Our dogs have to meet. I know. Well, we're, we're going to Seattle on Saturday. And yeah. We're here. Um, until the middle of December, so maybe the dogs can meet. Yes. Um, she really likes boy dogs that look like her, so. Yeah, he's really good with other dogs, too. Aww. Loves them. Yeah. Well, have a really good day, and tell Bia to say hi. I will. Okay, bye. Bye.